Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Charge Out Gamescast. I am your host, Ben, a.k.a. The Marvelous Ziggy, and joining me is my little companion in the Ranger. Don't know what I meant by that last part, but... Justin! Wait, what What are the words you said again? I don't... I didn't hear my that. Little co- my little companion in the Ranger. I don't know why I said in the Ranger. I think I meant in the forest, in the band. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I meant in, in the Ranger. So, are we, are we Lone Ranger and Tonto now? Because I feel like that would be more culturally inappropriate than the movie was. Probably, but no, that's not what I was going for. I was going for more like, 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 science fiction, not science fiction, fantasy <laughs> ranger, you know, like Strider, that kind of ranger. Oh, okay, yeah, like the D&D class. Like we're, it. yeah, 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 we have bows and arrows, because bows and arrows are badass, so let anybody tell you otherwise. It's true. Okay. And joining us as a special guest for us tonight, Fiji Dad. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Where is he, where is he, Justin, where is he? Am I pointing rightly? Uh, no, pointing? he's down. There you go. Yeah, there he is right there. This is yeah. so weird. Because on Discord, <laughs> he's over here. <laughs> That's the anyway, way hello. they became the Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everybody. We are the Charge Shots Gamescast. So we're here to talk about the, the news of the week and the games we've been playing. So let's go ahead and kick it off with Justin. Justin, what have you been playing slash doing this week, my dude? Um, mine's going to be pretty brief because it's mostly just been more Ratchet and Clank. Um, I think I'm on a new record of, uh, Tools of Destruction is taking a long time and not necessarily in a good way. Um, it's been about two weeks now, I think with that game. And a lot of it's just cause like I play it in short bursts and get bored. (laughs) Like I do about a planet at a time and just I, I don't know i'm not into it um it's it still feels pretty uh unpolished and it's just kind of like it's going through the motions like a lot of the weapons you get are just like variations or worse variations of old weapons um a lot of the worlds aren't really that it, the, visually interesting the story is kind of cool but you spend so much time like on each planet between the story bits that I've kind of forgotten what it's about. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not doing it for me. Um, I, you know, I've noticed that's that's kind of a problem with any any of these franchises that are, like, making a resurgence. They're just, like, they're mostly riding on that nostalgia. They're just, like, you know, they're trying to capture that lightning in a bottle, but it's really just not quite the same, yeah. you know? And I don't, I don't know how much longer this one came out after the, you know, the PS2 trilogy. I think it was fairly early on in the PS3 life. I've got, I've got the box near me, but I don't. It's fine. <laughs> I'll I'll look it up later. Um, it's in there yeah. somewhere. It's but fine. yeah, it it really just feels like it's trying to uh, like ape that its own success. Weirdly, um, it's like a copy of a copy. Right. But it's like it's it's new generation console like you'd think they would have gone bigger with it i mean it's pretty for ps3 but yeah just something about it i mean you know i'm always i'm genuinely surprised because like i go back and like i'll replay a ps3 game i'm just like you know wow this this actually looks really good and i remember that being like there was a big leap from ps2 to ps3 not everything holds up but like if you look at you know like the last of us was a ps3 game yeah yeah absolutely and like and that game looks fantastic yeah, i mean last of us 2 doesn't look that much different and it's like late gen ps4 mm-hmm. so yeah it was a very impressive system although 
definitely some games uh uh did not fully utilize the it was a difficult system <laughs> to program for right and i think that's part of it is there's, there's just like a lot of glitches and stuff but i don't know mm. um I, i'm just i'm trying to get through the game at this point so i can move on <laughs> so um i wish i had more time to work on that I, I was trying to beat it before the podcast tonight and i thought i was right there but then i did three more worlds or three more planets oh. Oh, and i know i'm still maybe i'm at the end now I don't know. They kicked me back to a planet that I like. I did at the beginning of the game, and now it just feels like padding. It's like, all right, I've already been here. What am I like? It's just a, a battle royale now. Like it's like a just open <laughs> landscape, just shooting at everything, waiting for my other people to like activate a switch or something, and like defending them. It's not interesting. And if this is like the end of the game. I mean, it's not ending strong. <laughs> like, that right. seems like a weird thing to end with. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, aside from that, I did a little bit more Pokemon Snap. Um, I put our review out on the website and our YouTube channel. Um, and, I mean, I I really like that game. I don't think that's a surprise. <laughs> um, but definitely check out that review. I had a lot of fun making that. Um I never thought I would get to throw in an early 90s Wendy's reference, but, you know. <laughs> oh, really? <Yeah. laughs> oh, nice. It's pretty good. Um, might be mid-90s. I remember it, so it's, you know, my lifetime. But, um, yeah, I don't have a lot to say about the game itself. Uh, I'm, I'm getting towards the end game. Um, but it's kind of one of those that I just, like, I pick up, you know, I've, I've been grinding out more, like, the back catalog than I have been, like, actually going through the story. Um, so, you know, I'll jump in, do a few runs, and then quit. Um, but that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm back at work, so I uh, picked Pokemon Go back up today after, like, a year of, oh, nice. you know, not going anywhere. So, um, I didn't realize that, like, Base all of Gen Six, it seems like is in there. So I've been kind of having fun, like playing catch up in that game. <laughs> um, still, there's like there's been some pretty significant changes over the last year. Yeah. Like they, I remember that was a big thing. Like when lockdown started, they had like expanded just how much you would be able to play from a remote location. Like they mm-hmm. made it remote raids became a thing. Like they expanded how far away you had to be to like do a gym or a stop or anything like that, and then just. On top of all the just, you know, the normal yearly changes that they do, like up, upgrading and adding the next gen mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, I've been I've been playing nonstop every day because it is, it is my vice. Yeah. And honestly, like, the remote raid thing is pretty cool. But, like... It's um, really cool. I work, like, downtown. So, you know, there's stops everywhere. Like, it's, it's a... It's about as, like... It, it's the best place to play it, basically, in the whole city. And I'm there, like, every day. So it's it's really convenient to play. Um, but <laughs> I went to take a walk, and, like, I was really tempted. There was a, um, a raid, like, basically across downtown. Um, and I was like, I could walk there. But, like, I have this remote raid option. <laughs> and I didn't have any, uh, any raid tickets or whatever, so I just mm, walked there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. like, I could see that being kind of... Uh, um, the opposite of Pokemon Go, <laughs> if it 
that was the thing is like there was very much a kind of a well what's the point you know if you're if you're not going what's the point of pokemon go but it actually it seems like it's worked out pretty well as far as i'm concerned yeah i mean you still have to like you have to actually go out and you know catch the pokemon like that's just right exactly which aren't exactly um but i picked up uh well i got out of the research for board but i got a glarian ponyta and that made me very happy because nice. I didn't know the Glarian Pokemon had been added. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that that was my big catch today. <laughs> I got my pretty unicorn and immediately evolved it. Nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I really, I don't have much. Uh, I had a very busy weekend with Mother's Day and everything, so I haven't really gotten a chance to play too much. All right. Um, by the way, Ratchet and Clank, uh, the game you're talking about, came out in 2007, and I could have told you that because of the box art. Because that was that first year, like second year PS3, mm-hmm. like spine. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's not spine. much later because the trilogy was. I think it started in 2003, and then it was like yearly releases. So, yeah, so it's really not that much later than the other no. ones, huh? I don't know what the hell I was talking about. Huh. <laughs> I don't know because like the the cash in like you know what would be like rekindling that would have been the ps4 remake because that came out quite a few years mm-hmm. later and that one's actually really good so i don't i don't know like maybe that's what i was thinking of i don't know where i don't know maybe but yeah i hope these ps3 games get better yeah uh and shout out to uh near the hero for uh for the hosts again we stream the for the audio people we stream these live every monday at 7 p.m central standard time at tv says zero score if you want to join us live and of course let's go to our guest of honor uh vg what have you been up to this weekend my dude and um what have you been playing how's it going well i didn't do just a whole lot this weekend there was a lot of uh catching up on house stuff you know when you when you got kids you're just always kind of chasing around the after them cleaning up their messes Honestly, like outside of when I'm streaming, I haven't just had a whole lot of time to do gaming casually. So like most the majority of my gaming has been happening on stream. So anything I'm playing, that's where it's happening for the most part right now. So you're more dad than VG um, these days? <laughs> I'm more dad than VG these days. I mean, I'm hope I mean things are going on in my personal life that I don't I don't really want to get into right now, but I might have some time for gaming coming up soon and suffice to say um but i've been like when i'm not streaming the game that i've been playing is dragon age 2 i i started that game something like five years ago or something and then i just set it down and didn't come back to it because frankly the story is not terribly compelling uh especially compared to the first dragon age game like I was like all in on the first Dragon Age game. It was just like, oh, hell yeah, this is D&D the game. Sign me the hell up. Um, but then DA2 came along and like, you know, I, I just chewed through that first one. Then uh, I jumped into DA2 and the big issue, like a lot of the complaint that a lot of people have with that one and that I have with it as well is that it's located almost entirely in a large city. Whereas the first one and even Inquisition go out like out into the world and there's like a lot of different locales to explore. And there's some of that with DA2, but it's definitely like a very confined game, which like it could work, but it's definitely not what I was expecting. So that's where that's where I'm at with that. I just I've been kind of I've been saying I need to get back into that one, but I just 
I haven't really found the motivation to do it, but it's there. It's it's waiting for me. It'll, I'll get to it eventually. Have you played Inquisition? <laughs> I have not. I've heard nothing but good things about it's it. It's pretty though. good. And it's, I, didn't, I couldn't really get into it's the just first another two, one of those games. I really liked Inquisition. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just another one of those games. Like I've got an entire backlog. I mean, you know how it is. You just have shelves worth of games <laughs> that you're like, I'm gonna, I'm eventually gonna get to those. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, it's like I, you know, buying games and playing games are two very different hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> like I've got shelves upon shelves, not to mention my virtual shelves <laughs> of games that, it, and I'm just like, yeah, I bought those because I like them, and I'll probably play them someday yeah one of my one of my friends who's also a dad and doesn't have a lot of time um uh got super excited because he just bought resident evil 8 and then today he was talking about uh how like he he didn't realize how good the re3 remake was and i was like wait i'm confused didn't you just buy eight like why are you playing three he's like Oh, I, I actually hadn't gotten to that one yet, and I want to play it before I play eight. It's like <laughs> I, just, I can't keep As up with do. these things. Uh, you're, you're gonna hate me for this, but I I tried playing Dragon Age one, but I could not get into it at all. Um, I can understand that. It's definitely like it's very much not a casual game like i don't want to you know i don't want to like disparage you or anything but it's not it's not something that you can go into lightly yeah you know what i mean i see the thing is like i can because like i had played mass effect which funny the legendary edition is coming out this friday which i'm so hyped for that nice 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 yeah um and i was like well i hear things about this and of course i remember you i, I even god what is that 10 years ago now the co- the controversy of dragon age 2 and all the reviews like oh it's this it's negative angry joe this angry joe that's mm-hmm. all i really remember um but like, and I was like, eventually I bought a copy of Awakening. I was like, I, and honestly, I, I, I don't think it has to do with the difficulty. I just didn't like the battle system because I come from a, yeah. a uh, primarily growing up playing as JRPGs. So the idea of mm-hmm. letting my teammates do what, they, like, no, you, you, I control you. What do you do? What? And I just got I don't frustrated. Trust them to yeah, make if, the you're, if you're used to that more, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're used to that more traditional JRPG system, it's definitely like it's very different from that and. You can tweak it and like have like you can control your characters to an extent and like you can assign them to do things. But like if you're used to like, okay, magic, you do this spell and then it's it's going to be very jarring to go into a game like Dragon Age if you're used to that. So I, I can understand that. Yeah, part of me wants to give Inquisition a shot just because like maybe it's somewhat different. I don't know. And I've heard good things mm-hmm. about it. And it's on Game Pass, both PC and console. So but there's so many other games I want to stream before that, but maybe maybe <laughs> that's a goal at some point. But Inquisition's um, a little more modern. Like you still control your main character that you create. Um and like you get your other party members like kind of you know, just throughout the game, like you you could miss some or, you know, whatever. Um mm-hmm. but you can toggle between them at any time. So like ah. if you want a certain ability they have, you just switch over to that character, fight as them, and then toggle back to yours. Okay. Um, and I think there's also like there's the overhead like frozen time view, uh, where you can actually like mm, yeah uh, give the action for each character and then like it kicks back to real time and you know does those actions. Okay. Yeah, you can like give out the orders and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. cool. It's very I involved. I'll stick with I think I'll stick with Mass Effect. Point here. You you go here. <laughs> you shoot here. You use these weapons. Mm-hmm. That's very it's very simplistic. Um, 
Uh, all right. Uh, anything else for you, Dan? Anything? Any other games you played on stream that people might want to check, check you out? Yeah, on stream, I've been playing. Um, I've been actually replaying Breath of the Wild. Um, I, yeah, I started that early this year, and I mean, I, I don't have to tell you guys how meaty mm-hmm. that game is. I, so I I've, a, been, I've, I've been playing that. F- I have a question for you about that. Does the magic sure. still hit? When you first get out of the cave and you see the over, does that magic still like holy shit? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, absolutely. It is. It is a stunning game. Like I'm always, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of playing, trying to host a stream, and I'm just always just like stopping and appreciating, and just going like, God damn, this game is beautiful, and it really does. Like everything about it still, it still has that same magic of, you know, you come into a new area, and I just like, I'm always, I'm always blown away that like anywhere you're at in the world you can look at a landmark and that's a place you can go and you can just be like i'm gonna go climb that mountain there's probably something cool over there you know um so yeah i've been playing that and it's been a ton of fun revisiting that game i did my original playthrough i did everything 100 percent, even the korok seeds oh, bless your which heart. is something i will never do again <laughs> oh bless your heart my um, good sir because those those little bastards are just all over and you know what that's, that's and, not and like it. you literally just get a big pile of shit. Yeah, they literally just <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like here, it's just like you know what? Here's here's your reward. It's poop. Yeah. I hope this is worth it. Um, yeah. No, I, I recently yeah, exactly. like I I heard there was like a, a new mod coming for the game that like basically turns it into a whole new game, like kind of you know Skyrim style. Um, oh it's really? Like a, it's like a second quest, but it's got its own story beats and things like that. Nice. And so That's I wanted cool. to get the. I wanted to see if the game I uh, would work with the Wii U emulator, uh, just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of your con- community members had been doing that too, right? Trying to play around. With yes, that. Yeah. yeah. That was um, Sun Gaming. He just picked up. Uh, he's he's doing like he was going to load up a rain uh, mod mm-hmm. for that game, and it's like if you don't know about the rain in that game, it's the yeah. worst. Oh yeah. Um, but Sun, like, he's 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 what's uh, pluvophile, which means he, like, really loves rain. So, like, anytime there's rain in a game, he yeah. will try to find a mod for it to make it rain all but the time. Wow. Like, you know what, dude? More power to you. But what's his name that? is Sun. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It it's flies in the face of con- convention. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, that's, that's... But, yeah, he was, like, trying to load up the rain mod, and he was like, oh, this is bad. I don't yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah, with, with like, the, the thing is, like, when I got it working with the Wii U emulator... Um, I activated like the reshade effects and uh, the mm-hmm. sixty frame per second, like tool or whatever. Because like basically, if I didn't, the game was running like twenty to thirty and looked unstable. But activating mm-hmm. the sixty frames a second, like it, it was around like forty five stable. So like, it was still fine because it was over thirty, <laughs> right? Um, and it cut out a lot of that choppiness. But it also had, like, some uh, variables in there to adjust, like, your uh, your weapon durability and things like that. And then also weather. Oh, that's cool. So I changed any rain weather to just, like, cloudy sky. So it would never nice. rain in the game. <laughs> nice. Um, and, it like, all of that kind of made me want to replay it, too. Like, I don't know if the magic is still there because I kind of fell off the game after a while. But, like, having all that stuff set up and kind of some of the, you know, the issues I had with it worked out kind of make me want to replay. But, and then... And that's one of the great things about modding in general is just, like, if there's an issue that you have with a game, there's a pretty good chance that there's a mod out there that fixes oh, yeah. it. And that I love that kind of stuff. It's so cool. Yeah, I mean, my right. Majora's Mask 3D 
uh, playthrough has been a lot of fun too because it like it remaps some of the controls and like fixes the the Zora like uh, the way the the Zora Link works in the 3DS version and all kinds of just little quality of life improvements like that. Nice. And yeah, speaking of mods, like the other games that I've been streaming are, I took a break last week to play some Star Wars games because uh, I streamed on Tuesday and that was May 4th. And so it was like, well, I got to play some Star Wars games. Live long and prosper, uh, So I brother. played the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I was playing the uh, Super Star Wars trilogy on the Super Ooh. Nintendo. Those games are rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but before that, I was playing, I've been playing some um, Mario World ROM hacks. Mm. That's been a ton of yeah, fun. Yeah, that was really cool. Like the, it's really it's really cool some of the stuff that people are able to do with that game and like that's been a uh mario world rom hacks have been a thing since like 2005 like they've been around for a while like the most popular one that like kind of really made a big splash was kaizo mario yeah which was like that that was uh, a game that was uh, a japanese person by the name of takamoto had made this rom hack basically to be the most difficult thing ever for his friend to play and then it just like took off and like the community found it and was just like yo we got to play this really hard game and so like the the mario rom hack community just kind of like blossomed and exploded out of that and there's so many fantastic games to play the one i'm playing right now uh is called super mario world remix and it was created by Maddie Thorson, who is the main programmer behind Celeste. Oh. And it, like, you can very much tell that, like, that's where they cut their teeth on that was with that Mario World drama. It's like, okay, I can see how this is, like, baby Celeste. And so it's been, it's been very cool playing through that and, like, seeing all that kind of thing happening, too. I didn't realize it was that old. Because I knew they had worked on some other stuff before Celeste, but mm-hmm. I didn't know there was that. That it's uh 2017, I think, is when that one came out originally, and like they just recently updated it with some more quality of life stuff. After having, they themselves got involved in, more in the Mario community and learned about things like instant retry, which is a really wonderful feature to have in a Mario ROM hack. Nice, cool. Awesome. So that's what I've been up to. Awesome. Uh, so, um, normally I don't like to talk about the games I've been streaming, but, uh, I definitely want to talk about this one because I, it's technically the first game I've beaten on stream that wasn't like a short game. And that That's was, I beat Chrono, yeah, I beat Chrono Trigger on stream, uh, this past Wednesday. Oh, nice. Um, and it was like, just, you know, the VOD's still there, uh, just FYI, all my, all the Chrono Trigger VODs are on my YouTube channel, they're just private. Uh, I'm just trying to find, I was trying to... Either find re- either one thing's going to happen, one or the other. I was going to rearrange my YouTube channel to make it look better. I haven't done that yet because I'm lazy. Or two, <laughs> let the series finish. So now the series finish. Oh, so I probably won't do them all at once because that's just overall. I'll probably be doing like, okay, you're going to come on this day. You're going to come on this day. So you'll be able to relive my entire Chrono Trigger journey uh, from start to finish uh, in all There's its some glory. hype moments and, in there too. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was like – and I said this on stream, but I'll go ahead and say it again. Like I was – when I first thought in my head like, yeah, I should – I should stream Chrono Trigger, and I, I kind of, like, the next day I fell asleep and I woke up, stupid negative brain, like, should you really be streaming it? Like, are you really, are you good enough to, like, represent what makes that game good? It's just, you know, self-doubt. And I, I like, like, this is kind of self-actuating right now, but I kind of, I feel like I did, that I did the game of service, like, why I think it's, like, my, one of my favorite games of all time, I think it's the best JRPG of all time, because of its design and everything like that, hell, I might even do a video about it, who knows. Um... Not a promise. I'm still working on that Earthbound video, but technical difficulties <laughs> just kicking my ass. Personal life just kicking my ass right now, so bear with me. 
more on that later. Uh, but it's such a beautiful game. That final boss fight against um, Lavos, both of his forms, or technically three if you <laughs> if you count the uh, the very easy boss quote unquote boss rush. But it's just such a cool fight. It's like, uh, and I, I and I was worried in my head that like, man, am I gonna be able to do this? Because at the time I was like, okay, I'll do the Black Omen. Uh, which is like a, like one of the final places you side quests you do before you go fight Lavos. Actually, leads directly into the Lavos fight. Um, you can fight the Black Omen. You can go through the Black Omen at least two more. T- at least I think a total of three times. And it's basically a good way to level up. You know, get some triple, get some text you weren't able to get beforehand. And um, but also you need to black, beat the Black Omen to get uh, like New Game Plus. Like that's the only way to get to start. If you just ignore it and just go fight Lavos, you're not going to get New Game Plus. Uh, and then you don't. You're out on the other endings. But, like, get, even, like, fighting Lavos for the final time and just feeling that tension, just, like... Because uh, I beat it before on on the DS version in 20... Maybe 2012, 2013, something like that. And, God, I think it was even more intense just because I was doing it in front of a stream. It was a very small stream, but so grateful for people who came out. God, it's such an amazing game. Like, from start to fucking finish, that game just... So many great moments, and, like... I, I just wish... My, my my only wish is that, like, I wish Square Enix treated this game like the Capcom treats RE4. Hey, new system's up. Stop Chrono Trigger on there. You know, that that's to me how it should be. Like, you know, fucking Chrono Trigger VR. I don't fucking know how that would work, but just do it. <laughs> um, you just see, like, I don't, that probably wouldn't work at all, but, you know. Uh, just go check my YouTube channel. They'll be up there soon. Uh, but some of the more recent ones are still on my Twitch on my Twitch page. Uh, as for other... Besides that, continuing sort of with the JRPG-ness... Bravery Default officially took a turn for the positive, um, so I'm, I'm I'm happy to say that that like I'm starting to enjoy it a lot more. There's a really really great scene of like it's the the characters are coming together a bit. Um, this, I I feel like that like this, there's not enough moments of like the team. There's too much of the moments of the team reacting to stuff versus the team like just being a team together and like having intimate moments. So like there's and so far that's only happened like twice. Where you have to do a side quest and you get some backstory or some inner dialogue, and those are nice. But to me, it's not enough. To me, a lot of it is just them reacting to what's in front of them, and that's fine. But it's for me, it's not causing them to gel as a unit, like the like the first two games have. Um, and I still think the problem is that they shouldn't have made the main protagonist you. They should have just made it a character in the game that you just control. Um, that's that's another thing. But it's great. Otherwise, I unlocked uh, a new class. Our job, um, it is the, I can't remember the exact name, but they basically combined the Time Mage and the Spear, I think I think it was called the Swordmaster, um, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but there was a class in the first game where its only purpose was to basically give elemental attacks to your weapons, um, only to that class. So now it seems like they combined those two classes, so not only do I have like Stop, Reflect, Haste, good that good shit, that, that good defensive magic, but... Uh, I think like level uh, job level seven. Uh, now I can. It's only one per turn, uh, or at least depending on how many brave points you have. I can now. Okay, if I want to give my swordmaster, if I want to give Adele lightning a bill, light, lightning on her spear, I can do that. Or if I or this enemy's weak to water, okay, I'm gonna give water on your sword. You know, it doesn't. I think it lasts like two turns, but it's enough uh, for me to cast it again. Yeah, it's 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 getting there, and I I still and right now I'm doing. Um, like I said last time, the game ha- makes you go back to three previous areas where now the invading army that you've been hearing about has made their move. So you basically have to go back and kick the invade the, in- the general lieutenant, whatever they're called, out. And I kind of like the first. I went to the like the the very start of the game, uh, which is Halcyon Halcyonia, 
and I like the guy who's in charge there. He's like very much a like I'm I'm want to spare as many lives as possible. It doesn't have to be painful. Let's come on, let's do something. Let's work together. Um, and so much so he uh, like your main character. He kind of goes out on reconnaissance, like to like, see what's going on. And then the the general kind of picks him up, like, "Hey, are you local here?" And of course he lies, like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not sus. I'm local." And so he he like he kind of they have a nice conversation they have a conversation like human beings and he goes don't ever try to fucking lie to me again about being a local Jeez. I know you don't don't give me a reason to kill you please and so basically calls him out like I know who you are I know why you're here don't fuck with me it, can, it doesn't have to be this way but um, yeah I'm still I'm enjoying it more and I'm interested to see where it ramps up um, outside of that I'm gonna be the negative Nancy on this one but. Pokemon Snap is a fine game. It's very cute, and I enjoy it. But I don't. I'm personally am not a fan of the progression because I like maybe it's just because I was like I like in the first one you just go park to park to park to park and it was a much shorter game. But I and maybe I'm not doing it right. Maybe I'm not taking the right pictures. But like I felt like like the amount of the leap from going from park level one to two was a little bit too much not that much it's not insanely difficult but after a while doing the same course two or three times kind of got like okay and yeah a couple of things would change differently and that was cool and it's still wonderful but it's just like it's like just re- the idea of like having to do the same course minimum two, three two to three maybe four times depending on how you know maybe you miss something or not and I haven't unlocked the ability to go super fast in the course. So, it's kind of killed my enthusiasm for the game. I don't hate it by any means. Like, it's still a wonder to go, ooh, look at that. And, you know, like, and find, and especially when I do find something new. Um, like, I just got the uh, the light ball that you can that you can throw at Pokemon to make them glow. A orb. Whatever. It's a light ball. Um, <laughs> and... You know, I'm Justin. Actually, yeah, I was waiting for I was waiting for this movement right here. Um, <laughs> I reviewed the game, so I am an expert on everything yeah. Pokemon Snap. Like it's a it's a fine game. I don't hate it. A presentation wise, it's still amazing. Todd Snap is now Todd Snack. I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, but <laughs> but like, don't call it a glow up. <laughs> um, I wish the kid didn't come. The kid could shut the hell. I, every time the kid opens his mouth, I'm like, yeah. shut up. Just be quiet. Damn, got him. You are, you are meant to be seen, not heard. Um, I'm, <laughs> just I'm, leave, just I'm, leave me and Todd alone. Yes, this is why I'm not a father. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, like it's a fine game. I just feel like I, I'm not liking the progression system that they chose. I'd rather they be like at the end of like in, like at the end of each course. Hey, here's a new thing you got. Maybe you should go out and. Um, Go back into the course. And I do naturally. That's just what I do. Like, hey, I got this thing. Maybe I should go check it out. And, um, yeah, it, it's but it's fine. It's 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 not fire lighting my world on fire. Uh, outside of that, um, I did play more Rise of the Tomb Raider, not Shadow, because I'm not going to confuse it this time. <laughs> I, I still really like this game. Uh, I even think I like it even more than the, uh, than the first Tomb Raider 2013 reboot. Namely because of all the conspiracy stuff and, like, the... Like... I'm a sucker for like I don't believe any of it's true, but like like hidden truths, like things that may like I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, it's like you know, it's kind of the same it's kind of the same school of thought as like cryptozoology. Yeah. It's like a lot of that stuff like it's there's very clearly like a heaping helping of bullshit. Right. But it's still really fun. Yeah, exactly. 
Like, 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 I really like it. And, and Tomb Raider kind of sits on that re- on that edge of, especially the newer ones, of like, is it real? Is it not real? And they tend to lean more to it. Yeah, it's real because it's a video game. Um, right. And I, I really like that stuff. Um, like, right now, I just, because uh, the, the version I have on the Xbox, <clears throat> excuse me, is the, uh, the, the, I guess, the greatest hits version, whatever you want to call it. And it has the Baba Yaga uh, side quest, the DLC side Ooh, quest, which by the way, if you don't know what Baba Yaga is, that is the rush. I, I don't know what specific, but I know it's a Russian folk uh, fairy tale. Uh, and like Lara hallucinates and stuff like that. It's like, oh, what's going on? And she's being haunted by her father. Which, by the way, I forgot how much story this second one goes. Isn't a lot of story in the first one because it's pretty much all about Lara surviving and her basically her her origin of becoming a Tomb Raider. Here, you you know, you get more of like the fact that her father was. Killed himself, by the way. I forgot about that moment that he legit committed suicide because he was driving himself insane about this immortality quest that Laura's on right now, and you know the whole like organization that's after that's that's after the same thing that he was, and the fact that his ex-wife Laura's stepmom was working with them, and I forgot about that plot point. I was like, oh my god, yeah. I, and I just love that Laura is like kind of losing her mind, and like there's a lot more characterization to her like she's very frantic but like like she like and like it makes her feel human because like she's become obsessed with this thing like she's becoming like her father was uh yeah it's and of course the gunplay is so good the self stuff so good everything else was good um i thought the survival stuff would get in the way uh this time because i remember like i said i've beat this game before but it hasn't it's still just as enjoyable as, as i remember it's pretty much just just collect shit and you're gonna forge it. It's I've I've <laughs> never run out of ammo. I've never run out of arrows. I've never run out of anything because it's just an abundance. So it's but it's perfectly fine because I'm playing this like an action game. Um, I'm I'm honestly want to get through this game as fast as I can so I can go on to Shadow because I've never played that one and I'm really curious about that one because I never hear anybody talk about that game at all. It's like it came out. It maybe it got reviewed. I probably could look at reviews, but I don't want to because of spoilers. <laughs> And then that's it. And like, who knows what when the next Tomb Raider? If we're going to get another game in this universe, or if it's another reboot, who knows? Um, well, like right now is like the 25th anniversary, right? And they just like didn't do anything. Nothing. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's an anniversary. Uh, I think it's 25th. I figured they would have at least. I mean, there are there. Are, that's the thing about anniversaries is there's one every year. Yeah. <laughs> I figured they would have at least because like, like there's been rumors similar to the Metroid Prime collection that doesn't exist, mm-hmm. um, hey. especially with especially with a Metroid Prime <laughs> dev said earlier this week about how like hey this is what it would take, um, and it's a yeah lot. that's not the news for a reason. I know it's here to see. <laughs> um, so, but like th- there have been rumors like that like it's coming to that the that the uh, they were going to do a trilogy uh, remaster for both the new generation consoles and for switch which god i know i own this game like three different fucking times so i would gladly (laughs) buy it for switch um but that's besides the point uh the last thing i've played is i played monster hunter i'm I'm back on that train again um it's a lot of fun me and thomas and our tyler and a couple of friends of my a couple friends of mine have kind of been playing throughout the week and You'd think it would get boring just going after the same monsters every week or, you know, just hunting. It's not. It's just as exciting as it was when I bought it at the end of March. I mean, Supernatural did it for 15 years. Yeah, true. Yeah, right. (laughs) True. I never seen a single episode, but I'll believe about that. But now Thomas and I are officially in high rank, so we're starting to fight tougher monsters or and like getting better armor, better cool looking armor, cool weapons. Like we're in and this morning I was like 
you know, I'm going to play a little Monster Hunter uh, before I had to go uh, take care of something. And I was like, well, let me see if I can do a hub quest. And hub quests are typically the multiplayer stuff. Let me see if I can do a hub quest by myself. Because it, the game tells you you can. It's just harder. And I was able to do like three of them by myself. It was a, it was definitely harder because the enemies have, I guess they have higher health. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I think I'd still rather play those with Thomas and like my friends. But like... We're not going to do every single monster together. We're kind of we're kind of just like slaying this monster, this monster, and this monster. Okay, move on to the next rank. These other ones I can take care of myself. It's not a big deal. Or if I want to do an online party with somebody else, like that's fine. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I've been. That's all I'm up to. I I I like Pokemon. I just want to say I like Pokemon Snap. I'm just not a fan of how it progresses because I kept wondering why am I still in Florio Park? What the hell? I've done this course at least five times already. What am I doing wrong? It's a little uh, slow there, but at a certain point, like, you open enough new levels that, like, I wasn't ready to move on yet before I would open a new one. Okay. Well, isn't isn't there a similar progression in the first Pokemon Snap game, like, where you kind of get locked into a couple of courses? I swear that that was a thing, too, but, I mean, it was probably less... It was probably less of an issue considering the era that that game came yeah, out. Yeah, there's like there's I, a little bit when you're stuck like at the river or whatever before you yeah. can get to the shortcut for the cave. Yeah, there. I knew there was something like that. I just couldn't remember. I mean, I have I have not even touched the new one, so I'm you know I'm telling tales out of school over here. But like, at least you would unlock another course. I think like. And you would, and like after a while, like the the prof- oak would give you like, hey, here's the flute, and here's this, and this game does do that. It just it's it's taking a lot a lot slower, and I think that's because they, you know, a lot of people were concerned like, is this going to be as short as the first game? And it clearly mm-hmm. isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I don't want to say padding because again, they do add new stuff, new Pokemon do show up, and sometimes depending on like what you do, Pokemon do react differently. Like uh, I had a fucking Tangela, a Tangrowth, the Gen Four huge bag of weed thing. Mm-hmm. Like, just <laughs> fly up into the air for no fucking reason. Like, what the hell? Like, and in and in like today, like I I fucking there was a, like the, the the there's like um side quests that you get like requests that take pictures of this specific thing. Which sometimes I feel they're a little vague on that, but like where you need to take it. So I'm like, fuck all that. I'll do that later. But there was one that said, okay, there's a sleeping. There's always a Pokemon sleeping next to a uh, what's the turtle Pokemon from Gen Four. Torterra. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's probably the one that is at the end, near the end, like midway through the course. And there's a fucking Sylveon there. I'm like, oh my god, it's Sylveon. Yes. Oh, nice. It's yeah, it's just, just sleeping there. And I woke it up and it ran away. I'm like, oh, yeah. look at you go. Aww. It was sleeping like a cat. Like its head was in its stomach. It was awesome. Um, well, that's why I think it takes a little bit longer is because they want you to learn that like, you know, the if you redo the course, you get higher research levels, and then you go back in and see the differences. Yeah, and and I and I will note that like you can actually lower like, once you do a certain um, research level, you can lower it back a level or two, like whatever level you want, so you can see back those things you miss if you say you need a picture or if it's a request, which that's nice. Yeah, um, I did get a picture of Score Bunny doing like the uh, the the Guile Flash Kick, which is yeah. pretty cool. That, that was sick. Um, so yeah, I'm liking the game. I'm just... Come on. I don't have all day, guys. Let's go. Um, you like it. You're just not in like with it? Yeah, pretty much. I'm not ready to take it to the to the fall. <laughs> to the fall uh, you might want to throw a... What was it? A light ball? Um, at Score Bunny. When, when he's doing that thing. 
what is what is the the false social? What was that thing that the fifties kids used to take? <laughs> White Sadie Hawkins dance. The the spring Sadie formal. Hawkins dance. There you go. I'm not ready to take Pokemon. Oh yeah, there you go. Sadie Hawkins dance. There you go. Well, White I mean, Pokemon stop and have to ask you anyway. That's how Sadie Hawkins works. That's true. That's how yeah, it works. Yeah, I, I guess whatever. Okay, that's. <laughs> I think it's gonna do it for this part of the show. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the brief news in gaming. We'll see y'all in a minute, my dudes. All right, I forgot to get the news ready, so let me do that real quick. Uh, the <sighs> Google Doc should be in our. No, I've got I've got it pulled up. I just have to actually like you oh. know, add it to the overlay. Uh, right, I forgot. To, I forgot you do that. Yeah. Like it's generally a cool thing to you know play along. I just I forgot to do it. Mm. Okay. All right, we're good. It's pretty quick. Okay. Um, order is just down the dock, which I don't. I don't think I have up anymore. It's only three stories, so yeah. It's uh, Walmart, the the game builder game garage, builder and then the humble bundle. That's it. Okay. Cool. Um, I pulled up the actual site for the game builder too, because the trailer doesn't show much. Um, so okay. I can kind of go over some stuff, some extra stuff. Can you? Can you put that link in the in the Discord so I can go from I can read off of it for you? Yeah. Okay. Because it's on the tweet, so I figured I'd just pull it up. Okay. Oh, it's on the tweet. I'll just click it from there. Okay. 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 All right. Um, I st- I keep forgetting to check when it's been a minute. I really wish my stream deck would say when it's been a minute. You could just start counting in your head. Yeah, but I, did I do other stuff and I forget? And I'm not good at counting. <laughs> I'm, totally, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> you count. You can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. <laughs> All right. Let's assume we're back. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to count us in for Tyler. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Charge Shots Games Cast. Uh, now let us talk about the news. It's a very light week this week, but that's good because we got a very fun talk for you at the end of this. So uh, let's going on. Uh, let's start off right with the top. Uh, if you don't know, there is about the current uh, Epic versus Apple trial that's going on that we talked about a couple months ago, and this uh, has been leaked as a result. Uh, this is from courtesy of Rock Paper Shotgun. Not courtesy, because I kind of just grabbed the link, but this comes from Rock Paper Shotgun. Walmart's unannounced cloud gaming service has been leaked. I need to put a disclaimer for this, because I am a Walmart employee, and fuck Walmart. There you go. That's my disclaimer. You, you leaked this, right? This <laughs> is exclusive? I, I am the whistleblower. <laughs> yeah. I am the... Oh, my God. <laughs> or maybe... No, Tyler did it before he left. Yeah. He that was knew. his big thing. That's right. He didn't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, the Epic Games' Apple Antitrust trial started on Monday, which, by the way, there's some hilarious tweets going on right now if you're not aware about that, especially one concerning a banana. Um, uh, started on Monday in a bunch of internal well, we, documents of the company. We have Nathan here. Now you have to say what, what it is about a banana. Oh, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was about how, like, they, apparently they had to show a video of, like, they had to describe Fortnite the game to a judge, uh-huh. and they're like, and this, this, oh, this yeah. is the banana. And it's like, this is Petey. Or whatever the banana's name is. Like, why does he need a tux? Well, when he's in the tux, he's Agent Petey. I'm like, that's... 
That's so that fuck. They had to explain. It's, that to me. They explained it to a judge. It's really funny hearing people talk about video games in this like dry clinical fashion. It is so funny to me. Yes. Uh, I'll. I think I'll retweet it at the end of the show, uh, okay. or like in between segments. But uh, go check my Twitter later. For I just picture the the person recording everything, like just frantically typing, like uh huh, yeah, okay, uh huh. Oh, P- Agent <laughs> Petey. Okay, yeah, I got that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. He's a banana. He's wearing a tuxedo. Right. Agent Petey. I'm yeah. following. And the reason why they said about this is totally out of topic. But the reason why they said he's in tux is because well, we, we figured we were going to be in court today, so we put him in a tux. Otherwise, he would have been just in a <laughs> which is hilarious. Okay, uh, courtroom drama. <laughs> that rules. Courtroom drama aside. Uh, a bunch of internal documents that the company probably didn't want to be leaked online have been made public. It's not just Epic and Apple's private info being revealed. However, confidential emails found among the current the court's documents details Walmart's plans for their cloud gaming service, Project Storm, which they pitched to Epic back in 2019. Uh, I pl- and this is coming from uh, Mark Ryan, Epic's co- uh, Epic Games co-founder. I played Walmart's demo on an Android phone with an Xbox controller. The experience felt like playing on a PS4 and superior to playing on the Android iOS. Um, they also moved it over to a laptop in real time. Video stream hopped from phone to laptop instantly. I played it there too. Again, it was vastly superior to pl- supply to playing it on my daughter's Surface Pro laptop. No assistance version, no less on the crappy business laptop they they, uh, they brought. Um, in the presentation and in the, the, the in the in the article, you can kind of see like how like the plan for it, uh, which Justin may or may not be showing on there. Uh, it sounds similar to the French startup Blade's Shadow Service, which could jump between devices you played. Unfortunately, that company apparently. Uh, recently filed for bankruptcy. I did not know about that. So yeah, there, there's a kind of whole like phase to it. Uh, the presentation touched the email. Walmart tells why they're uniquely positioned to win and why their customers are asking for cloud service. No, they're not. They're asking for more people to work at the registers. It's mostly marketing, <laughs> marketing buzzwords to pitch the service, but it does want, uh, reveal Walmart has plans to release Project Storm in beta in July 2019, um, uh, just a few months after U.S. Gamer first broke the news that Walmart were exploring cloud gaming. Walmart has also planned to run the service on Windows to the game launch like Steam, Epic Game Store, Battle.net, Uplay, yada, yada, yada. It never made that far, though, and the rest of the Project Storm lifecycle was all to be decided. It's not clear what's happening with Project Storm now, according to the Verge publishers and, and developers that signed up to make, make or host games for it, but the launch was put on hold due to the pandemic. Uh, if you'd like to hear, and then, of course, it goes more into the court document. So, I'm going to say this right now. Walmart, you need to fucking stop. You do yeah. not need to be fucking getting into cloud gaming. You need to fucking pay me better is what you need to do. You need to fucking hire more people. Stop with this bullshit. I, I, I want to be – I should be facetious about this, but this reading this when I first saw this makes me mad. It legit pissed me off that they're spending their resources on this shit. No, I mean like Walmart can barely run a Walmart. Like how are they going to run a cloud gaming service? Exactly. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I mean, it's just it's them trying to muscle in on a territory where they re- don't really belong. No, they're just they're trying to get in on that streaming money, you know. But like, we've already got the the Google thing that's going nowhere, and like that started uh, first and immediately failed. And then mm-hmm. Microsoft has their X Cloud, which is actually really good, but like I I haven't really heard anyone talking about it. Um, See, that's the thing. Like, I don't. I don't think cloud gaming is bad in and of itself. I just think that we're not quite there with the technology. Like that was the big, that was the big problem that uh, Stadia had from what I recall is that like, it just didn't work the way that they had promised it would. And well, and they just, they didn't have the game support because they were trying. Right. There wasn't that much of a support to it too. Yeah. Something that didn't have any support. Yeah. 
Right. I mean, it'd be like, you know, it'd be like NBC launching a streaming service. And the only thing they have is The Office. To be fair, Wait. that's at least free. That's, you don't and have to pay for Brewster Reboot. No, that is true. I'm, yeah, that's right. Uh, you don't have to pay for Peacock if you don't want that shit. You can just, just deal with the commercials. Unlike yeah. Hulu! It's true, it's true. Fuck off, Hulu. It's like if, if CBS launched. Yes. Yeah, there we go. That's yes. more apt. That only had an, a decent Star Wars, Star Trek show. No, you had it right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, as, as an employee uh, who has, I'm going to be very candid right now, who has never has access to the right tools he needs, who mm-hmm. is constantly stressed every single day because I have to get shit done within a certain amount of time because it's only me, and you want to spend your fucking money on this and then chew my ass out because something may have gotten stolen from my area. Fuck off with that shit. Like, this is... <laughs> this just pisses me the fuck off, man. Like, I, I'm grateful to have a job, but then when I see, like, this shit coming from, from Arkansas, nah, y'all, y'all do not belong in this area. Get the fuck out. Fucking pay your employees better. Yeah. They're spending all this money on R&D but, for something that's not going to happen. Rather than the... Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, they they were talking about how it was supposed to be launching, what was that, 2019? Yeah. Or no, that was when it was in beta. But yeah, and like... It's just been sitting there not doing anything since then. And, like, the amount of money and time and resources poured into it, it absolutely could have gone to improving the infrastructure of their stores, paying their employees better, security. Like, all kinds of things could have been – would have been a better use of their uh, resources. Well, what's funny is they blame the the delayed launch on the pandemic. But it was supposed to be out in July of 2019 – which unless, was months before the pandemic. Unless oh, yeah. Walmart caused COVID. <gasps> so they wouldn't have to launch this. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, it's all coming together. As far as conspiracy theory goes, I feel like that's pretty tame. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, fuck. It, it, at the end of the day, fuck Walmart. I work there. I get a paycheck. I fully understand that. By working there, it's kind of hypocritical. But I need a, I need a fucking job. And unfortunately, right now there's there's very slim pickings right now, so I have and yep. I need insurance. So well, fuck off. You know, nobody wants to work, don't you know? Apparently, no. Well, I, I saw the Simpsons me for that. <sighs> nobody wants to works for you, which right. is like, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's move on because apparently Nintendo also doesn't. Want, nobody wants to work for them. So now we're making the games. Um, they just announced via their Twitter. That a game called Game Builder Garage is coming out June 11th of this year. Uh, Justin, you posted this, and mm-hmm. I, you kind of do you want to go into more details on what this wonderful little studio game is going to be? Yeah, so it seems like kind of the next logical progression of like Mario Maker, and to an extent, like the what was it WarioWare DIY or something game? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like some simple little tools to kind of make your own game styles. But it's also got kind of a cute little like all all the all the interface options are like cute little characters. Um and it seems like there's just like a natural physics system built into the game that you can manipulate to what you need, like as far as, you know, side scroller or a top down a puzzle game, whatever. Um you just like drag and drop uh the the button layout to what the button does and you can also like draw your own uh characters and objects and things like that 
using like a pretty intuitive little um just like paint type drawing system um either you know 2d or 3d characters i imagine it'd be kind of hard to draw in 3d but um it's unclear if there's like oh a series of preset things that you can use as well um there's not a lot of information yet for something that comes out next month but <laughs> well that's nintendo yeah for you. exactly um but if you go to the actual like web page for this thing um it gives a little bit more information it's also like it's 30 bucks so, like that's not bad that's really not bad yeah. for what it is um it'll be even better like if it lets you freely play whatever other people have made kind of like dreams um because a big thing of dreams is like unless you are actually a developer that $60 price tag can be a little steep. Uh, even though there's like a slew of amazing things in Dreams, you still have to pay that in order to play the stuff, much less make it. Um, so here, like $30 is a little more reasonable, even though I'm sure they're, you know, much simpler things than what's been made in Dreams. Um, well, and like even going back to uh, Mario Maker, how you mentioned that it's kind of the natural evolution of that. And like, I agree with that. And like, it's, it seems like if they do something like that uh, where you can just like download other people's projects the same way that you can like go and play other people's Mario levels that they yeah. made, I have to imagine that there's going to be something like that. Oh, yeah. And that seems really cool. Um, but yeah, there's these little things called nodons that are basically like the, the functions of your game. And so you drop them onto the play screen, um, like on top of obstacles or objects or, you know, buttons, whatever. Um, and there's different types that are very clearly labeled. Like it's a clean interface for sure. Um, and then once you drop all those things in place, it lets you kind of make the game you want, um, using the things that you've put down. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's, it's really kind of hard to tell what everything is, but like, there's one example it shows of like kind of a tag game where it's got the, um, the left player and the right player and their controller mappings. Um, and then just, like, some basic platforms and obstacles and stuff. Um, and then there's a bunch of different games, which I assume were probably built in automatically. Um, and there's a bunch of different control options. Like, you can use buttons, you can use motion controls, whatever. Um, but it shows, like, a racing game and, like, a top-down kind of, like, uh, like... I don't want to call it Super Monkey Ball, but it's that same kind of, like, almost you know, motion-controlled, like, Marble Madness type thing. Um, it's a maze. Yeah, it's a maze. It's a but, maze game. Um, and... Okay, share with friends. Exchange codes with friends to download their games and share your own. Well, there you go. So, I hope they end up just having, like, an online storefront, you know, where you can download, like, random people's but I would guess it's going to be an obnoxious code system where you're probably going to be checking a, a new subreddit or, you know, your your Twitter hashtags or whatever uh, to find people's mm -hmm. codes and play their games that way. But, like, Mario eventually, you know, Mario Maker eventually did the whole thing of, uh, like, Course World or whatever. So I'm hoping they do something like that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, there's there's a lot to tamper with here. I just, I don't totally understand it yet. And it's something that, like, it seems... I like. I enjoy dabbling in the idea of game development, 
but like most of the tools confuse me because I'm just, I'm not a coder or anything. Like I dabble with like RPG making. I stuff. I agree. I think it it seems very much like uh, it seems kind of like baby's first game programmer, right. which like I think it would be a really great thing for like to get your kids into Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, like be like, okay, we're going to play this game where you make the game. Like I could absolutely see selling my kids on something oh, yeah. like this and they would eat it up. They would totally devour this kind of thing. And it would be fun like, you know, even for some, like you said for like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, and like you said, like for somebody who is interested in game development, this would be a really great first step. And this kind of harkens back to what I was talking about with uh, Mario world ROM hacks. It kind mm-hmm. of seems like in that same vein of like, they give you the tools and then you just decide what you do with them. And I, I think it's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to get this and make my own Metroid prime trilogy. Screw you, Nintendo. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I think it looks cool. Although I will maybe put a disclaimer. Apparently this is going to be digital only no physical. So hopefully that, Oh yeah, really? Hopefully that changes at some point. Tetris 99 was digital only until they released a physical version. Like what a year later, um maybe not even a year later so hopefully at some point but i think initially it's just going to be a digital talent download only uh but this is interesting i'll probably I'll, i party wants to grab it but part of me knows how i am with these kind of games and i'm just like ah, i'll watch it's it what i'll wait says. on and see the kind of things that people are making in it yeah because like i i think this could blow up like mario maker did like you know basically i think a lot really of people could. grab it and like start sharing their creations and stuff and that's going to be a really cool thing to see yeah and hopefully for stuff like this i i really wish that nintendo did more uh free demos Mm -hmm. like this seems like the kind of thing that would be absolutely perfect for that like you get a little bite-sized portion of it and that that would be a good indicator of if you actually want to buy it you know what i mean even if it's just like a few of the games you can make in it yeah exactly you don't have the ability to make your own but like you can kind of see the back end of how they made it and then play the game that was already made Exactly. That would be really yeah. cool. But, you know, as long as we're wishing, I'd also like a pony. Yeah. Mm. Pony, pony. Who doesn't love ponies? <laughs> but, you know who also loves the ponies? Hummel Bundle. Hummel Bundle's new unders. That's a, Do that's they? a horse betting preference. Anyways, I tried. I tried, okay? I actually, hey, there we I go. I at least tried, unlike last week. Um, we have an official update on their uh, controversial uh, 50% limit of charity donations that are going to be starting, uh, it, I think, soon. Uh, but this is they put out a letter, uh, and here we go. We recently announced our initial plan for redesigning bundle pages, which no longer includes sliders that let customers fully control what percentage of their order went to Humble Bundle, charities, and publishers as developers. We've heard everyone loud and clear and apologize for the way the changes were rolled out, and we're now taking a moment to pause, collective construct, uh, collect constructive feedback, and be more transparent about the path forward. Today, we'll be turning sliders back on for all customers on our bundle pages while we take more time to review feedback and consider sliders and the importance of customization for purchases on bundle pages in the long term. The coming weeks, we'll roll out the update design, which will include sliders that work exactly as they did previously. Once the new design is live, we'll continue to iterate on it, incorporating feedback from the community onto its ongoing evolution. Part of that future development will include exploring different approaches to the sliders and how split works, along with new ways to incorporate charity into other parts of the user experience. But we're committed to sharing our plans and getting feedback. Uh, basically, you know, hey, we heard you. Stop harassing us, please. We got it. We got it. It was a bad idea. <laughs> we're sorry. Uh, yay, we won. Cool. Yes. Fuck off. Once again, this and the, and the PS3 store closure. Like, these stupid companies are actually listening for once. It's weird. 
If you get enough Karens to yell about a thing and people change. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and this, this definitely very much reads like damage control. Like I somehow like corporations, even ones that are founded in charity, like they don't have the foresight to see just how big of an impact decisions like these will have. Yeah. And like, I, I think that it's very much reads like, okay, we fucked up. We had no idea it was going to be this big of a deal to everybody. And I think it's good. I think it should be a big deal. Like, I think the, we, the end consumers should have more of a say in where our money goes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Um, and you know, and, and as far as, you know, I, I mean, I don't know business, but like, I always assume charities are either nonprofit and are supposed to be nonprofit, um, or, or at a loss. I, I could mm-hmm. be wrong, but like, so mm-hmm. like. The, the, I don't. I don't. Again, I don't know business, but I just don't put business from from uh, Michael Fox uh, from that show in the eighties. Um, that's it. What was the, <laughs> I don't remember what it was called. A lot Kings. of non profits basically uh, operate so that they don't turn a profit in the books. So any money right. they bring in goes back to the business, quote unquote. Oh, okay. Right. Whether that means you know under the table bonuses for the people running it. Or actually, you know, to the the charitable uh, uh, purpose. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's the thing is that some of those charities, like in general, charities are yeah. great, and like you know, they they do good things with the money. But there's definitely some that do some sketchy mm-hmm. stuff. And you can find that out anyway. easily because they're non for profits. They have oh to yeah, at least say where the money yeah. goes. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. This is why whenever somebody at a store asks you, "Would you like to donate?" Like, no. Because they already have the money, and they're just trying to get you to spend an extra dollar. So don't do that. Yeah. Um, don't. Oh, there don't you go. Yeah, you can always do your own private donations once you've done your research. Like yes, yeah. Uh, but yeah, cool. A win for this. Uh, sh- not shout out. Don't shout out to Humble Bundle for the for at least like I'm assuming it's uh, uh, the o- the o- the new owners. But um, yeah, good move. What a shock! Bad, you got bad PR. I don't know how you didn't see that coming. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that may be our shortest news segment of ever in Charshot history, which is, I, I don't mind, um, because we have <laughs> a pretty fun topic to end the show. Unfortunately, there were no topics this week because, well, frankly, uh, we didn't think of any. But Justin did think of a brilliant one. So we're going to play, and this is, this is going to be safe for work for kids and, and at home. We're going to play FMK. You, as an adult, know what FMK is. We're going to play FMK Final Fantasy Edition. Uh, what does that mean? Wait, uh, are we so playing base... Ultimate FMK three, FMK trilogy, FMK Turbo? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, we are going to be playing FMK. Uh, Justin and I, and uh, we're going to pick. have our two top favorite fantasy games. BG Dead has one, but that's cool because he has the biggest one in in six. Um, so he has he has a plethora to choose from. Uh, Justin and I have our two. Mine's are Final Fantasy four and Final Fantasy ten. Justin's, what are you two Final Fantasies you'll be playing FMK with? Um, mine are again. This does not have to be favorite Final Fantasies. I just want to point that out before I Correct. say mine. Um, mine are going to be uh, Final Fantasy nine and thirteen. Okay, cool. Even though one of them is your favorite, so okay. Well, yes. Sp- yeah. <laughs> thirteen. Yeah, exactly. It just it was important to disclaim right. exactly because thirteen he, is not my favorite. He loves he, <laughs> he loves thirteen. Okay, it's just got so, some some hot characters in it. <laughs> yes, and, and of course, VG Dad will be taking the uh, the SNES uh, classic that is Final Fantasy VI. Okay, so let's start off with you, VG Dad. Oh, yes. really? We're gonna start with start, me? Let's, oh, jeez. Pressure's on now. Yeah. Okay. F-M-K. Um, 
Oh man. Okay. I think I'm going to, I'm going to start with M just cause like, I think the obvious choice for M is Edgar, like the stability you get with a King. He owns his own castle. He's got servants. He has a sweet crossbow. <laughs> like you can't lose. Right. Um, Not a bad choice. And then, uh, and then I got to go. Oh man. Um, Oh man! I feel um, like we can be a little more specific on, like you know, keep it keep it PG still, but like you're talking about marriage, right? 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 <laughs> right. Um, and I'm trying to think. Like, okay, I think as far as F, man, it's tough to pick between Celis or Locke. Like they're both pretty hot. <laughs> I I mean, Locke Locke's got that kind of cool, like you know the the thief, the roguish good looks, whereas Celis is, you know, the brainwashed general former of the Magitech armor, um, army. And like, she's got some sweet magic skills going mm. on. Oh man. I, I, I gotta give it to my girl. Celis. she's, she's a, she's a smoking hot babe. And then for kill, uh, let's kill gal. He sucks. <laughs> His, I won't lie. <laughs> I, I, flip, I mean, that's easy. That's like that's like. Of course, he has to. Yeah, I feel like that's too easy. If you're gonna if you're gonna pick the villain, you can't put the villain under kill. Come on, that's cheating. Yeah. That'd be like if I like he's not on there, but like if I pick Seymour for ten, like of course I want to kill him. You know, like right? You want to kill that stupid cockroach? Yeah, face. exactly. Um, uh, I mean, Gal sucks. God, oh my god, I hate Gal so much. <laughs> i like see that's the thing is like i like the idea of gal like it's a really cool idea to have him learn the enemy attacks but since his whole thing is basically like you just send him out and then he kind of does his own thing he ends up not being very terribly useful in terms of party composition yeah. he's basically and it, like his characterization berserk. is what's he's that basically constantly in berserk yeah exactly and the fact, and so it, he ends up not having much practical use, and like you end up having to bring all of the characters in for the final confrontation. It's like, uh, which one do I want to put? Which party do I want to put a gal in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you can only learn those uh, abilities at that specific location when you exactly it's like that's yeah. And so you, you'll you'll end up grinding the Velt a whole lot if you really want to get him yeah. uh, as powerful as yeah. possible. Or which it's it's kind of hard. You don't know that like when I first played it, I kind of just like went through it. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm supposed to oh, go yeah. back there? What? Ugh. <laughs> I love six, but it has so many problems in my like the things that just don't gel with me. There, there's definitely some jank in six, and like. I mean, it is my favorite personally, but like looking at it through the without the the lens of nostalgia, there's definitely quite a few problems with it. Okay. So just to recap, for F-N-K. the oh, for sorry. the record, I think Terrace hotter than Celeste. Ooh, that's, it's something about the green hair. I don't know. It's I mean that's that's a fair call. Yeah. That's a fair call. Mm. Like mm. there, I here I I have I've been showing the characters as we go. The character um, art has, is is really great. Um, yeah, like her. I her, love the character art in um, in Dissidia. Like she looks really good in Dissidia. Yeah, because they didn't go blonde. Like sometimes they make the green hair blonde, but they actually yeah. pulled the green, and it, I think it looks really good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good look, man. She's, she's a cool character. I, I I can't think of any other like age appropriate female characters besides those two. Because the only one I can think of is the painter girl. Um, oh, and she's eight. Yeah, she's eight. yeah, 
Yeah, she does not count. She's she's not. Yeah, VG yeah. Dad's daughter voiced her in my in my playthrough. That would be weird. <laughs> yeah, so it would be a little but, weird. You know, if I'm wrong, they're the only two female characters in that game, right? That are playable. Uh, they are the only two playable female yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. Right, man, big. I mean, there's a they, you know there's like some other random NPCs that get thrown yeah. in, but they're on screen for all of like five yeah, seconds. Big, so big, uh, it's kind of hard to get to know them very big well. Big ass roster, only two women. What a shock. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah, well, I mean, it was the it was the '90s. What do you want? Exactly. But like, there's a woman main character, which that's true. That's true. That, that is very true. We haven't had that since then. Since well, actually, no, I'm wrong. Lightning. I yeah. Think, everybody mm-hmm. forgets about lightning. I'm sorry. Um, I forget. Sure. I never played those games. So, but okay, uh, let's go on to Justin. Which one are you tackling first? Um, I'll do nine first. Okay. Oh, hold on, real quick. Sorry, VG Dad. FMK recap. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was F. Salas, uh, M. Uh, Edgar, and K. Gal. Okay. So Justin, we'll go back to you. Then we'll do mine. Then we'll go back to you. Then we'll finish with mine. Okay. okay. So FF nine, FMK. Yeah. So FF nine. Um, we've got we've got F. Beatrix. Um. I feel like with the, with the popularity of Final Fantasy Eight, or sorry, not Final Fantasy Eight, Resident Evil Eight right now, um, uh, big strong lady is not a surprise. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh crap, what was my Mary? Um, I think it was Garnet. In this case, yeah, it was. Um, because she's cute. But like, see, the, the thing is, like, with the way this game works, in case anyone doesn't know, um, we're trying to keep it kind of PC. But the way this game works is Mary means that you are with the person physically, but not intimately. Um, whereas the other... I, I think that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Whereas the other is um, basically only intimately, and then you have nothing to do with them again. You, um, you, you're basically Prince Charles. <laughs> yeah, that's if that's a reference. Damn, that's a fucking reference right there. <laughs> right, and then fuck you, you know, Prince of Wales. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Kill is kill. He's old. Um, but Garnet's so cute, and like she's—I mean, she's she's a strong female character. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of um, a lot of good character qualities with her. And she's fairly unique as far as the Final Fantasy leading ladies go. Um, <laughs> plus, she's a princess, so you know yeah. I'd be I would be a prince. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, there you <laughs> go. Um, and then uh, kill. Um, I, I feel like for the most part we've been sticking to party members, but yeah. I want to kill Queen Brom. Fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll allow it. She does suck. She's awful. Yeah, like definite, like definition of like evil stepmom. Is she her stepmom or her actual mom? She is her know. adopted mother. Okay. She was found on a boat and took her in out of the kindness of her heart. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got a weird clown face. I hate her. Don't blame me. Okay. Cool. So, uh, all right. Recap: Final Fantasy Nine FMK. Yeah, so, um, let's see. F, Beatrix, uh, M, 
uh, sorry, I threw up my mouth a little bit. Garnet, um, and <laughs> Garnet, sorry, uh, and then K Queen Brawn. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> kill Queen Brawn and marry her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just killed your uh, mom. Uh, Want to get freaky? Anyways, um, like it's a technicality because ah! her mom does die in the game. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, but like that's fine. I can I can kill her anyway. Yeah. Also, shout out to Mike <laughs> the TV with the comment of the night. So arranged marriage versus Tinder. Got it. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Shout out to Mike the TV for that one. Okay, so I'm going up next, which is Final Fantasy Four, FMK. I gotta tell you, that I, there's a lot. I'm gonna tell you right now. There's a t- almost a tie between who I who I want to kill, but I'll do that last. As for <laughs> F, a lot. There's really only um, one woman in this game, but as you know me, I'm not necessarily. I don't play for just one team. <laughs> if I'm going to, hmm, Yang the monk. That's my F. Really? I, yes. Because he, like, if you go look at his art, he is just like, Mr. I am ripped, I am ready to whoop ass. Damn, he is shredded. Yeah, he's just like, he's, But he's got yeah. that mustache. Like, I, don't I love it. Mustaches. I love it. It's great. It's like, when <laughs> I think of, hair like, thing. like, raw, he's a monk. Uh, when I think of, like, raw Darn sex appeal, for, a, like, like, yeah. Hell Fair yeah. Enough. Hell yeah. So, he yeah. does have the, the claw weapons. I can respect really cool. it. Yes, he's really cool. As for um, yes, unrelated question, how old is Rydia? And when she's, I think she's eighteen when she ages. Because she, no, she's like like years, years older. Because I think time passes uh, differently. By the way, we've never played Final Fantasy. This character named Rydia that she first meet. When you meet her, she's like eight, little girl. She uh, Leviathan attacks her ship, and she goes away. Basically, almost all your party member goes away. Team goes mm-hmm. away. And then she, everybody, you meet up with everybody else. She comes back later, and she's an adult. I think she's at least like a hundred years old because time okay. passes differently in there. So, uh, Rydia's because not. Because I'm my only list. thinking of adult Rydia, but every time I see a cosplay of her, I'm like, all right, yep. yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you okay. go. Continue. So, Mary, uh, there's only real one choice for Mary, and that's because she's really, it's Rosa. It's it's Cecil's bride to be because it's Cecil's a bitch and um, <laughs> I, I, like listen man, go you you need to go be with your homeboy. Um, God, what's his homeboy's name? I can't remember homeboy's name. Uh, Kane. Um, Kane, you need to go be with Kane because Kane's got emotional problems that you need to solve. I'll take care of Rosa. So yeah, Mary Rosa because also she's a princess. She's really nice. Uh, she has a cool bow and arrow, which is really cool. Um, like I, I think most people use the staff, uh, with her, but I like the fact that she has a bow and arrow. You don't really see that in Final Fantasy games at all. Um, or, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, Mary Rosa, very simple. I, uh, part of me wants to pick Rydia just because green hair, especially when she's older, uh, more especially when she's older, green hair, very cool outfit. Only when she's older, maybe. Yeah, (laughs) only, only when she's older. Yes. Cause she's, she's an innocent little girl. Leave her alone. You literally—I mean, shit—the game's open up with you murdering her mother. Like, come on, it's fucked yeah. up. Been through enough. Um, so yeah, ro- she don't need an old man creeping yeah. on her. Uh, thankfully, Tella doesn't do any of that shit in that game. Although he dies, but um, man, speak of creepy characters. Like, sorry, sorry to derail, but going back to Final Fantasy VI, 
holy crap, how creepy is Setzer in that game? Oh, yeah, he's... When he hits on Realm, and he's just like, hmm, when you're older, let's chat. He's legit. Settle down, when, man. When I played Final Fantasy VI for the first time, I legit named him Ric Flair, because he's like Ric Flair. This, like, sleazy old man yeah. who's like, yeah, woo! Like, I'm convinced Setzer does a line of whatever the equivalent of cocaine is in Final Fantasy VI. He's just a line every day on his fucking airship. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just that dude. Um, Yeah. All right, sorry to derail. No, 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 it's okay. We're just establishing that Sessler is Jeffrey Epstein of that world. <laughs> <laughs> that, this whole podcast is derails. Don't worry. Yes. Oh, well, there we go. Okay. <laughs> so, it's a t- uh, it's not a tie, but I'll tell you the, I'll tell you the two characters who they, who originally were going to be who are on the list, and I'll tell you who um, ultimately is going to die. Number one is uh, Edward. The the bard you meet early on mm. in Final Fantasy IV because he I forgot like, about him. Yeah, everybody does. Um, so much so that the DS version pretty much sidelines him. So and that's and you don't play as him. Um, he's just like, listen, man. I, I get that your girlfriend died, that you loved her. I get it. Please stop whining about it. I'm tired of hearing it. We're climbing this mountain. Enough. I'm tired. You're so whiny. Um, the other one is Edge, the ninja that you meet like about midway through the game because he what? is such a arrogant, I'm the king, oh, look at me, I'm awesome, Rydia, look how awesome my muscles are, look how, he's a dude bro. He's basically a dude bro for that universe. But if I had to pick which character I would kill, what I would K, it's Edge because in the version I played, um, Edward gets sidelined with an injury pretty early on. Hell, when I played the DS ver- when the, the PSP version, playing with Edward was a pain because I'm like, "You're a bard, you suck." At least in the game, at least bard in that game sucked. Bards in general are awesome, but in, in but like Ed's just like, dude, yeah, you got cool abilities, but like, he gets a fight, he gets in a fight with a fire elemental lord over his head and nearly dies because of his arrogance. I'm like, dude, stop. He's like Prince Vegeta, and I don't like Prince Vegeta. So <laughs> FMK. So see what you a... really do is is K for Edge and then F for Ridia because he's out of the way. He's out of the picture. I guess. See now you're thinking big brain right? time. But I don't want Ridia. Ridia Ridia is gonna go live on the island, take care of kids. Rose, on the other hand, she needs she needs love. Because Cecil's too much of a husk to give love. Anyways, um, I'm just, I sh- at this point, it sounds like I should have just killed Cecil. At this point, right? When I'm just dogging on him. But I didn't hate him. Like, he was fine because he had a cool moment. He like, hey, I realized I was evil. And, you know, I'm, I'm a paladin now. What's up, y'all? What's up, Rosa? <laughs> Hi. If I was to make a Final Fantasy IV movie, uh, Michael Cera would be Cecil. That's so controversial, but I would Oof. totally do it. <laughs> I would totally do it. Uh, so, yeah. Recap. F. Um, Yang, Fang Leiden, Mary, or M, Rosa, and Kill Edge. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, Edge fans. Okay, so let's go back to Justin. Uh, FMK, Final Fantasy 13. Alright, so, gonna, gonna start with F again. I feel like this is an obvious pick. We got Fang. Fang is best waifu in that game. I need to look up these like, characters. I have no idea what No contest. Like. She's got a great voice. Great look. She has a, a cool staff. She doesn't 
let anyone tell her no. Like, <laughs> she dope. Uh, um, oh, yeah, I see her. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she reminds me of... Uh, uh, she really knows how to work a staff. Yeah, it's almost as if, like, Tifa and... Uh, what's the chick in Final Fantasy VIII called? The the one who married... Renoa? Yeah, it's like a combination of those two. Yeah. Yeah, it's really it's a really good design. And Yuna's outfit a little bit. I don't know who her voice actress is, but it's the perfect voice. She's got like kind of an Australian accent. It's really good. Uh, She's my favorite character in that game. That's like that's the reason I picked thirteen is so I could choose her. Rachel <laughs> Robinson is her voice actress. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. Um, and then we're gonna go Mary, um, which I'm doing says. Really? Um, yeah, because he's super cool. Like he he'd be such a bro. Um, he definitely he seems like a good husband, right? You know, like he's got a kid, so you know that you know he's good at taking care of people, and he's got his adorable little baby chocobo that we could raise together. Oh uh, yeah, he does. He has a lot of even in this image I'm seeing. He has a lot of like charisma just in his smile. Yeah, like he's super cool. Um, I love his voice actor. Like he's. He's my favorite character in the game, like just as the kind of the comedic relief and stuff. Like I actually I enjoy the the character interactions in that game more than I enjoy actually playing it, <laughs> um, because there's some really charming characters, and like you know cinematically it's all told well. It's just it's nonsense. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then, uh, kill Vanille. Um, she's mm. she's obnoxious. Oh, uh, the pink haired chick. I see her. Yeah. Oh yeah. She looks annoying. Yeah, like in pre-release stuff, I thought she was gonna be like the cute one that like I everyone's mean, gonna I, crush on. But then you actually play I, the game, and it's like, oh my god, shut up. I could definitely <laughs> just from visuals alone, I could definitely see why. Yeah, for sure. But I hate her. What it's honestly, it's a tie. It, it was a tie at first between her and um, uh, Hope, but Hope is kind of nothing. Oh yeah, like he's he's like uh, what, what was the one you said? Um, the Bard. Oh, Edward, Edward. Yeah, he's like Edward. We're like he's not really around that much. Hope, I, I see him. I see him. Yeah. But Vanille is constantly, like, she's the narrator of the game, and she's the worst. Oh, no. Um, plus, she's always paired with Zaz, and that makes me sad, because I love him, but, like, they interact <laughs> a lot. It's like the European couple wants to invite you to a menage a trois, but you don't like one of the couples. <laughs> right. Why don't you go sit in the chair? We'll just, we'll take care of things. You watch. Just... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, recap real quick. Um, we've got uh, F Fang, um, M Saz, and K Vanille. All right, no lightning anywhere on that list, huh? Lightning's kind of nothing. Yeah, she's not very memorable, even in her own game. Wow. Okay. And she's the main character of all three Final Fantasy thirteen games. That's that's sad. I mean, yeah, but the, it the, it's been well documented how controversial those games are. So, uh, mm-hmm. from at least from from a, yeah. from a series standpoint, it's amazing. Some we good got character designs, though. Yeah, well, that's isn't it Tetsuya Nomura who did those, or is it somebody else? 
I think so. Okay, yeah. No wonder. It's. I mean, Nomura's... A, say what you will on Nomura, but like the man knows how to draw uh, amazing yeah. costume designs, uh, even though excessive belts. Speaking of excessive belts, <laughs> that's the fucking segue of the night. I am... My neck... It's time for Final Fantasy X, which, after Final Fantasy VII, has... I'm going to say this right now, has the collective... The hottest collective Final Fantasy characters of any other Final Fantasy game. Am I wrong? In terms of like top to bottom hotness, it's seven then oh, ten. There's some there's some definite babes in yeah, that. Yeah, sure. So yeah, it was hard. Like Aaron, be still my heart. Yeah. So as like, for Kamari, uh, you know what's under that? What's under that thing? <laughs> Justin, are you coming out as a furry right now? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Kamari is here. It's in in in. Oh my god! I only played that game once, and that's ingrained in my head forever. Um, so I'm gonna start off with kill first because the kill I need to get this off my chest because it's it was, this is the easiest one. Waka, fuck Waka, Waka, oh. I hate you. Oh man, fuck I Waka. I hate Waka. You racist piece of shit. You yeah. hey, it's like Albed fireworks. Fox News, motherfucker. I oh my god, I hate Waka. <laughs> So much. Waka's fine. Waka's initially <laughs> fine when you meet him. He welcomes you, gives you a home. I will never not forget that when you when you first play the game. But then the second he opens his mouth about the Albed, knowing that his friend is half Albed and still talks down upon them, fuck you, Waka. You're dead. I'm throwing you in the sin's mouth. It was the easiest one ever. Sorry. I needed to get that off my chest. I hate, <laughs> hate him so much. Ugh. Man, tell us how you really it's feel. It's bed fireworks. No, no, fuck you, Waka. As for <laughs> as for Mary, God, this this is really fucking hard because you got you got Titus right there, who's just like, is Titus a himbo? I feel like he's a himbo, right? Titus is definitely like he's a himbo. himbo. Like, so he's yeah. got that adorable dorky quality about him. But then there's Yuna. I just hear Ratchet though. I I I can't get past that. Is that this? Oh, don't. T- Why did you tell me that? Why did you tell <laughs> me? I did not know that. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know. So okay. Now you're cursed with that knowledge. By the way, I'm pretty sure because I I I, kinda, I feel like if I would have played ten when it first came out, I would have had my bisexual awakening a lot earlier because you <laughs> have Yudas. I just combined their names. Titus, or Titus, and Yuna as the lead characters, like, yeah, that would have confused me a lot when I was a kid. Um, Where's the woo-woo love? So if I'm going to pick a Mary character, it's going to be Yuna. Like, am I wrong? She's like Aerith of the game. She's so sweet and just, like, kind and, you know, she's like... You know, like, she's on this horrible journey where it's mm. going to end in her death, and it's awful, but she bears it like with, like, the best way possible. She has the worst job ever in that fact that she has to send people off to the next plane of existence. But she's just so nice, and she puts everything before above her, and fuck Seymour for getting his trying to marry her. Fuck you, Seymour. God damn it. Um, you even have hey, a shitty name. Did about X2 where she gets the power of gun? I've never played X2, so I... And I, I, <laughs> I forgot about the power of gun. Uh, I've only seen the music videos of, like, her God, singing. that game is so it's silly. So dumb. And like, I, she goes from, like, the most innocent person ever to just, pew, pew, I got guns. <laughs> it's real weird. Hey, man. Uh, at least it's not the... Okay, side tangent. The canonical ending to Titus and Yuna's love story is that Titus's head 
gets blown off on a beach. I'm not even joking with you on that. Like, that's like, the, there's apparently there's a book about, like, their love or something like that. It's, it's in canon. Titus gets his head blown wow. off on a beach. Um, so, that's yeah. Weird. But, yeah, Yuna. Like, just just look at her. Justin, are you showing her on screen? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm showing her X2 forms because I, it, it's, like... Show her X1. Because, it, honestly, for um, me, it's it's her it's her 10, it's her 10 design that does it for me. Her 10-2 designs are fine. But, like, it's the 10 ones that I, I like, I, I really like. Um, yeah, it's no, Yuna. It's yeah, where she's got kind of more like the white mage yeah, look. Yeah, it's great. Um, and especially like the... God, 10 is such a special game. It's very mm-hmm. linear, but I love 10. I really want to replay it at some point. As for the F word, it came down between a tie between two characters who are just raw sex appeal in this game. And that is Lulu and Oren. And oh my gosh, dude, Arn is so and good. And like, I thought about it for so long. Lulu is just like damn milf energy without being a milf, you know. <laughs> like, but then there's Arn who has dilf energy without being a dad, or is he? I don't know. He probably has a thousand kids out there, but like, who knows? Um, he's dead though. Shut up! Why did you say that? You don't need to say that. It doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. Technically, Titus is dead, whatever too. But this matter. Um, but I'm if just I had show pictures of Lulu so I can look them up. Uh, if I had continue. to, if I had to pick, Orin, I'm sorry, Lulu. It's it's Orin, my man. It's, it's up it's top, Orin. Um, Let's go. Like just the glass, like just just. Listen, I'm gonna look at him right now because I have to. Um, <laughs> I have to. eyes eroding my fantasies. <laughs> um, like <laughs> like look at him. The the cool sunglasses, the aging hair, the badass cult. Yeah, his you know like even though his arms hurt, he just makes that look cool. Oh, it's just everything about Orin is just like again Ross. Just it's just Ross sex appeal. Um, I mean, sure, he's got the Silver Fox thing going. Like, I, f- I feel like in a like in a movie, he would be played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Ugh. Oh, I could totally see I that. Don't, no, I don't want that. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't find him hot though. That's my problem. He's a fine actor, but if you want to talk about like, or okay, maybe this might be a stretch. Toro, I think could do it too. That or yeah, I could see that. I'll tell you mine. And it's because I have a crush on him too. Is Pierce Brosnan? That's who I think of when I look at Arnold. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's old enough too, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just he—it's honestly, I think it's just the cool factor. Like, he just has this aura. Like, his name is Oren, and he's this aura <laughs> about him. Um, that's just like Lulu's great. Lulu's awesome. Lulu is has a fantastic assets. But <laughs> I think I'm just more drawn to. Um, <laughs> To Oren, honestly, and just how he his role in the story and everything. It's just a cool character. God, Ten is so good. I wish people talked about Ten the way they they, they do talk about Seven because I feel like that should happen, but it doesn't. Ten's story. I think, is I think it's just mess. because that's ten. I mean, Seven's kind of a mess too. Let's be honest. Yeah. But I think Seven was just such an impactful game for the mm-hmm. time. Like it was just. You know, because it was the first real, like, new Final Fantasy game on uh, the next-gen hardware at the time. And, I mean, ten was as well, yeah. but, like, seven was just, like, it, it was, was such a, a cultural touchstone. Yeah. Groundbreaking. Yeah, it, and, like, you know, through no fault of its own, ten did a lot of groundbreaking things, too. I just think that seven has a lot more cultural zeitgeist surrounding yeah. it. 
I mean, I, seven I just, gets props for being the first 3D one, and I think that'll always hold it higher. Yeah. But like, I think that's a big, big oh, yeah. thing. But like ten, I mean, that game is still a technical marvel. Like, oh yeah, it really the, is. I, I've said this before: the way that they were able to make that game look so good on the PS2, like, right? No other game looks like that, and it's just it's the way they shot all of the cinematic scenes to maximize the amount of polygons, like, and the facial expressions and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like, anytime there's a you know a wide shot, it doesn't look nearly as good. But they knew when to make that matter. And so you really get a sense for the looks of the characters outside of just the cinematic scenes. Yeah. And especially when you compare that to Seven, yeah. like the, you know, the chunky Lego people, and then, like, the cinematics that still look worse than Ten does normally. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's a little hard to go back to. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah, I maybe, maybe I should make that my quest is to make... Uh, even though I've never technically beaten Ten, but I've played through 99% of it, so I count it. Um, I just never beat the final boss. Fan. Shut up. Um, but like, I just <laughs> I've beaten ten and ten two. Okay, fine, That's... whatever. I love the characters. It's all that matters. I'm not proud of that. Um, fact. but like, I just like I feel like ten doesn't get enough credit as much as it should. Um, it was probably just a, agreed. It, it probably yeah. was a touchstone for a lot of Final Fantasy fans who started there versus like some who started in you know it was seven. Mm-hmm. Um. But God, I should repl- I should buy ten for Switch and just go through that game. It's really good, and honestly, like you don't lose anything for the Switch version. Like it's That's you know good. it's uh, remastered in a way that like it's basically the same across all consoles. That's um, good. But like I will say, the HD remaster is hard. Like they, I mean, it's based on the international version, and the way they tweak some of the bosses is like less oh, fun I remember. than I remember it being on PS2. I remember. The Seymour boss fight on the cliff fucking took me forever to beat, man. Yeah. That's the only hesitancy that make me not want to go back. It's just like, do I really well, want to I'm, I'm currently stuck on Unaleska, I think. Oh. And that one is just stupid. Oh, I beat that on one try. So, like, I don't know what no. I did wrong, what I did there, <laughs> but... Um, yeah. It's it's Fuck. the zombie and cure combo that makes yeah. me mad. Yeah, that can, that can hit you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Okay, but that's going to do it for this week's show. I hope you enjoyed this edition of FMK Final Fantasy Edition. We should do this more for other franchises. Who knows? We should. Um, I mean, I joked about Pokemon. But... Don't. We're not, we're not oh doing it. We're not doing that. that is, <laughs> no, the that characters. Is... I mean, they're still, they're still children, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you want to just do the professors, fine. But, like, at the end of the day, then it becomes a sausage fest. Well, we're not even going to talk about Ash's mom. Well, <laughs> she's not in the game, so... <laughs> Um, <laughs> so Sophia, the the newest, like the professor's aide in so Sonia, uh, is she mm. legal? <laughs> I, we're not. We're gonna stop right there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Charge of the Gamescast. Uh, we're gonna go around. Uh, Justin, where can they find your stuff at? Probably in jail. Um, <laughs> you can find me if you look for Zero Score all over the internet, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Um, I finished the first part of my Ratchet and Clank retrospective, all like hour and ten minutes of it, or whatever it ended up being. Um, and then, like I said, I have the uh, new Pokemon Snap review on the Charge Shot channel, um, both the website and our YouTube channel. So check those both out if you want more stuff from me. Um, I'm probably gonna—I haven't decided yet, but I'm probably gonna be dropping back to one stream a week, uh, just because I want more free time in the evenings. <laughs> um, but I'll. I'll decide that this week, I think. Um, so yeah, that's me. 
Alright, and VG Dad, where can the lovely people find your stuff at? Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash vgdadplays. I stream Tuesdays and Fridays at 9pm Central. Uh, and you can also find me occasionally making YouTube videos at <laughs> youtube.com slash vgdadplays. I think the last video I made was last year sometime. Um, and if you just want to read my angry tweets, go to twitter.com slash vgdadplays. Okay, cool. And uh, you can find me at twitter.com slash marvelsiki for all things related to the self-proclaimed marvelous one. Uh, the Earthbound video is coming. It's just, it's been really hard emotionally. Uh, I've, I've tweeted some stuff out. Uh, I won't talk about it here, but just go check my pinned tweet. So I need to know. Uh, any any kind of help would, would really appreciate it. Just sharing, honestly. But I just don't want to bring it up here. But it's there. Um, but that's how the FM video isn't out. Um, I haven't just made an effort to record and I went to go see her. I was supposed to record footage today, but I went to go see my grandmother today. Um, instead of doing that, but time I got back home, it was already five o'clock. So I was like, okay, I don't really want to record footage right now. So I'll, I'll probably do it next week or something and then just barn through it and, and, and it'll be out and it'll be genuine. and It'll be awesome. Um, I promise you that I'm not, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do a, a ramble video half-assed. Um, even though technically they are half-assed, but I feel like the the words I'm speaking are... The editing is half-assed um, in terms of its simplicity, but the words are genuine. There you go. Uh, but I am there still live-streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Iggy2814 every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, like I said earlier in the, in the stream, we just beat Chrono Trigger, which was super awesome, super fucking hype. And this coming Wednesday... We're going to start the RPG that brought me into this fucking genre, and that was Grandia. I am super excited to play this game on stream. Nice. God, you, I can. I hope my enthusiasm comes through. Um, but of course, and this coming Tuesday, which you can check the VOD out by the time this episode's out, uh, I will be doing a Godzilla movie tier list stream with our co-host Tyler, who's not here with us today. I'll be, we'll be ranking every single Godzilla movie except for the next trilogy. Uh, movies because those belong in the trash um but every live action godzilla movie will be ranking them from s to d tier what's gonna be on there what's gonna be list you gotta tune in at 6 p.m central standard time on tuesday night to find out um the new pc is working great i'm touching it right now uh god um it's it's so perfect um i didn't even talk about the game that made me that <laughs> i played it for well i'll say that for next week and i play it more um uh, and of course, check out chartalk.com for all uh, content related to the website. Uh, you might have seen that Voices of the Vanguard is officially back our Disney podcast in a new format with our uh, our friend Sully. It's now a video format, so check that out. That'll be going live as well. Uh, the next episode of Atomic Shark uh, is also officially out, starring with uh, doing Monster, I guess. I don't know. I don't listen. I signed off to check. That I'm posting it. I don't listen because I don't want to. <laughs> uh, they're doing it. It's fine. Um, and uh, and uh, Tyler and I's review of Godzilla vs. Kong it will be coming uh, soon. Uh, and of course, uh, and then um, we officially have a name for the new show that will be starting uh, once Tyler and I start the DC animated movie marathon reviews. Uh, going forward, uh, this will be under the banner of Cinema Shot. So there you go. There's, that's that's the name, Cinema Shot, just to stay and synonymous with the whole branding, 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 branding. There you go. So yeah, Cinema Shot. Whole plethora of stuff coming for you. And you can get all that at chargeshot.com. Uh, be sure, and of course, you can check out our Discords. We have a public Discord. We have a wrestling Discord. Join us. Have fun. We have a, we have a several meme channel, fan art showcase, whole bunch of good stuff. 
But that's going to do it for tonight's episode, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. VG Dad, thank you for coming on for us tonight. It was a real pleasure for us. To- hey, thanks for having thank me. Uh, we will see you all next Monday, dudes. And until next time, stay charged. Have a good night, everybody.